If you haven't got problems, I feel bad for your son. Welcome to Girl Problems, a new segment of the Friend Forward podcast where I attempt to answer the DMs that you send me on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson in under five minutes or less. So spoiler alert, you've been listening for a while. So you know, I have yet to make this under five minutes, but darn it, I'm going to keep trying. Okay, so let's jump right into a DM that I received on Instagram. She writes, I'm looking for information around what to do if you are one of those people who has too many friends even close best friends. I've put myself out there to make new friends and now I find myself overextended and overwhelmed. I love all of my friends and want to be a great friend to them, but especially as a new mom, I'm learning I bit off more than I can chew. Thank you so much for what you do. Signed, M. We'll just call her M. Okay, I have a few thoughts here. First of all, In the social media online discourse about friendship, it's often about making new friends, about finding your people, um, or it's about resolving issues within the platonic relationships that you already have. But you don't see enough conversation around what to do if you have too many friends. I'll tell you, last year I worked with a young woman who was a few years removed from college and she had just moved to a new city for work. She had been active in a sorority. She was on sports teams. Uh, Don't ask me how she was able to manage all that in college, but she did. And so she had reached out to me because of the same issue. She said, Danielle, I feel overwhelmed. I even feel guilty because I have friends who I have not seen and I'm doing a bad job of keeping up with everyone. I, I said, okay, so tell me how many friends you're trying to keep up with. Like how many friends do you have? And she goes, okay, hold on a second. You know, she gets on her phone. She's scrolling through. I see her silently calculate, like add something up. And then she announces 38. And I was like, girl, you do not have 38 best friends. I'm sorry. Normally I'm like, I I don't qualify people's friendships. Who am I to tell you what's a friend, what's not, and how many to have. But I, I was like, girl, you don't have 38 super best friends. (laughs) But she is your classic extrovert. And it means a lot to her to to connect with people that she likes. Okay. Now we unpacked some strategies for things she can do. And we uncovered some other issues that she had going on. But I do want to share three ideas to get you started to help you figure out a way to kind of alleviate the pressure that you feel the overwhelm to to spend time with all these people. So number one, I want you to look at any people pleasing tendencies that you might have and see if that is the reason why you feel a need to accommodate everybody's social requests, right? Because I I wonder if the pressure that you're feeling to show up for so many people in such a frequent, consistent way is more of an internal pressure, like a self-imposed idea or it's an external pressure, meaning you've connected with all these people when you were trying to recover from your friendship breakup, and now they're reaching out to you. They're extending invitations. They're inviting you out, and you feel the need to say yes. So that's my first thought is to kind of examine that and why you feel like you have to accommodate those requests. My second uh, piece of advice or thing to encourage you with is extroverts, we tend to go wide instead of deep. Yes, you heard me say we, I think I'm an extrovert as well. Okay. So what's interesting about this is you'll have both an introvert and extrovert go to a party, right? But that introvert leaves feeling more connected than the extrovert because the extrovert is so intent on working the room and talking to everyone and having all these conversations and saying hello. Meanwhile, the introvert sat on the couch and had a conversation with the same two people for 45 minutes. Do you want depth 
or do you want breath is always the question. So I'd be curious to know, this wasn't in your message, but how connected you feel to all these people who you're putting on the top shelf to prioritize. Because time is a limited resource. So you simply cannot invest the same amount of time with with 38 people. Otherwise, that's why you do feel overwhelmed, maybe even guilty for not being able to manage it all. And so hopefully this this piece of research might kind of offer a little bit of perspective here. If you've been listening for a while, then you've heard me reference this multiple times, but there's something known as Dunbar's number. And the general idea is that we our brains can only cognitively handle 150 social connections, right? And if you think of that as a large circle, in concentric circles getting smaller and smaller within that one, then the smallest number in the middle is five, representing the number of close relationships that he argues we can have, five. And then outside of that, it's like 10-ish, 10 to 15. So it starts with three to five and 10 to 15. Are you following? I'm going to put in the show notes a link to a chart for my visual learners who are like, girl, what are you talking about? Okay. So think of a small circle that says three to five. Then outside of that, the next circle is labeled 10 to 15, so on and so forth, right? For... A lot of us, we need to be reminded of that, that you have the cognitive capacity for about three to five super close relationships because of what's required in those relationships, right? Mentally, emotionally, psychologically, to show up for someone, to reciprocate their energy is a lot. So you might have a wide network of friends and that's good. You need the people in those outer rings too. You very much do. But I would challenge you to get clear about who are those top three to five who you value and who you want to prioritize because that is a choice. And those are the people who you, you move your schedule around for to, you know, uh, to, to hang out with them and to do something social on the weekends and who you want to prioritize calling for everybody else. You get creative about the ways in which you can see them. Perhaps everybody else you see in a group setting, maybe you start a once a month book club and that's how you meet, you know, you make time for those other connections. Um, but you're three to five. That's who you're really trying to intentionally make time for because again, time is limited resource. And then being a new mom, which congratulations, by the way, but it's exhausting and it demands so much of you uh, mentally, physically, uh, psychologically, just the pressure of having to keep this little creature alive and breathing and healthy and happy is a lot. And you might feel depleted and feel like you don't have much left to give in the margins. So for you, it becomes especially important that you become a little more strategic about who you spend your time with and which relationships that you nurture. And for everyone else to not feel guilty if you can't pour into them the same way, because at some point it really just isn't physically possible. Okay, so I hope that's enough to kind of uh, get you started in releasing your tendency and maybe self-imposed pressure to divide your time equally among a lot of people. For those who are continuing to expect that you'll engage with them the same way and you just don't have it to give, it's totally okay to say, hey, I think I'm a little bit overextended and so I appreciate you reaching out and I enjoy getting coffee, but um, I might not be able to engage in the same way moving forward. Now, I know that seems maybe cringy to those who are like conflict avoidant and you wanna be quote unquote nice, but I'd rather you do that, which is honest, it's direct and it doesn't end with something that's untrue like, oh, I just need some time, but we'll get together soon, you know, when really you just don't have it to give and you're not interested in investing in the same way. And it gives them the freedom they need to go and engage with people who can give it back because reciprocity is important. Okay, so I hope that's enough to kind of get you started to get your mind right and to relieve you of any pressure you might feel to maintain deep, ongoing, um, high touch 
relationships with everybody in your Rolodex. And I just realized I got to be mindful. I know we have more Gen Z listeners. Your homework for today is to go Google Rolodex. (laughs) All right. Well, good luck to you. And if you have questions of your own for girl problems that you'd like me to share my insight for, please send me a message on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson or come find me on TikTok at The Friendship Expert. Until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.